Good morning, good morning, good morning to you all, well and daughters of the King. Good afternoon, good evening to the individual that will be listening to the message um, whenever you do so, whatever time. Um, my name is Apostle um, Steve Hall, and I have the honor and pleasure to be with you guys today. I am the hostess of um, the Well and Daughters of the King, as well as Before the Throne, um, Before the Throne, We Meet the King prayer line, in addition to Before the Throne ministry as a whole. And I will be coming before you all this morning, and whenever you all listen to this message today to bring forth the word of encouragement. Um, before we get into the word, I like to go before God in prayer. Amen. Lord, I want to thank you for this moment. I want to thank you, God, for this opportunity that you allow me to be here today. Thank you, God, for covering all of us throughout the night into this early morning. And I want to thank you for this opportunity for allowing me to see another day in the land of the living. And Father, I decrease so you may increase, that they hear all of you and none of me. And Lord, I ask you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, to forgive me for all my transgressions and iniquity, for the sins of omission and commission, knowing and unknowing, the things that I may have thought, said, done, partake, and engage in the sense before I enter this prayer. God, I ask you to search me, oh God. My mind, my heart, my soul, my spirit, in the name of Jesus Christ. I repent, God, for anything that I have done, God, the things that I'm aware of and the things that I'm not aware of. I ask you, God, to forgive me. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I ask you, Father, to renew my mind, that you bring my mind under submission to your will and your will alone. Father, I ask you, God, to grant me a new heart, but not any kind of heart, your heart. In the name of Jesus, that you bring my heart and my mind into oneness, into thinking with you and you alone, that you will move and you will navigate all through me, in the name of Jesus Christ, I decrease so you may increase. Allow them to hear you and not me. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, Lord, I ask that you will just speak through me today, God. You speak and you minister to every person under the sound of my voice. And that you will get your glory, that you will get your honor, and you will get your praise. I thank you for what you're getting ready to say and do. Let us not just be the hearers, but also be the doers of what we heard today. And we promise to continue to give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. It's in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Good morning, good morning, good morning, well and daughters of the King. I'm so excited to be with you guys um, today. This is the last Saturday of the year. We just give God glory for what he's doing in the land of the living. We thank God for keeping us this far, and we're expecting new things to be in the horizon in the next season as we approach. Um, before we go further, I'm not too sure somebody's phone is not on mute and the recording started. If you don't mind putting your phone on mute, I'll greatly appreciate it. I'm not too sure who that is. Thank you. So um, I have the privilege and the honor this morning to come before you, well and daughters of the King. And as I was preparing um, to minister to you all and share a word of encouragement, um, I asked the Lord what he wanted me to share um, specifically for um, the, the well and daughters. And this is what the Lord gave to me. So I'm going to um, go before you guys with the scriptures, and then I will go forth with the title and the subtitle. Amen. 
So the first scripture that we're going to go to tonight, this morning I should say, um, is Second Chronicles chapter 30, verse 8, the Amplified Translation. Second Chronicle, chapter 30, verse 8, Amplified Translation. And it says, Now do not stiff your neck and become optimists like fathers, but yield to the Lord and come to his sanctuary, which he has sanctified and set apart forever. And serve the Lord your God so that his burning anger will turn away from you. I'll repeat that again. Now do not stiff your necks, stiff neck your necks, becoming obstinate like fathers, but yield to the Lord and come to his sanctuary, which he has sanctified and set apart forever and serve the Lord your God so that his burning anger will turn away from you. Amen. Okay. So that's going to be the beginning scripture. And my title will be today for you all is Jesus is the way. That's the topic. Jesus is the way. My sub, my subject is only rely on Jesus. Only rely on Jesus or only rely on him. Only rely on Jesus or only rely on him. Okay? So the first scripture that I just gave, Second Chronicle 8 and 18, those three things that I will be talking about, this morning, three points. Life does not always go your way during those times you may feel let down and unhappy. The world is full of cancellation, change, and great deal of pain. But if you rely on God, put your faith in him, go to him in prayer, you can strive. When you rely don't fight, but just release and relax. Only Jesus, no no other options. Rely only on Jesus. So there's three different ways that you can do um, rely only on Jesus. And those are just three things that I'm going to be talking about this morning. The first one is yield, okay? When you yield, you know, we a lot of us on the phone, um, we drive. So when you're going into a highway and you're merging in, you have to what? You have to yield. And for us to be able to rely on Jesus, we have to learn how to what? Yield. So God wants us to yield to him. So the first scripture that I talked about, Second Chronicle 38, we get in the text where, he wants us to yield to him. It says, um, now do not stiff your neck, become obstinate like your father, but yield to the Lord and come to his sanctuary, which he has sanctified and set apart forever. Serve the Lord your God so that his burning anger will Turn away from you. So when you yield to the Lord, you're, allowed, you're giving your all. You're not restricting. You're not resisting. You're not fighting. You're not bucking. You're yielding to him. That's the first scripture. The second scripture we're going to go to is Matthew 27. Matthew 27, verses 50. And the translation that I'm coming from is the A and B. So Matthew 27, verse 50, A.M.P., which is the Amplified Translation, and it says, Jesus cried out again with a, long, with a loud, I apologize, with a loud anguish voice and gave up his spirit voluntarily, 
sovereignty and dismissing and releasing his spirit from his body in submission to his father plan. Wow, powerful. I'm going to read that again. Hallelujah. Mm, yes, Lord. And Jesus cried out again with a loud, anguished voice and gave up his spirit voluntarily, sovereignly dismissing and releasing his spirit from his body in submission to his father's plan. Powerful, powerful text, text verse right there in Matthew 27:50 in the Amplified. This is a demonstration of yielding to the Lord. You know, he yields, he submitted, he surrendered himself unto the Lord. He postured himself. There was no resistance. He allowed the Father to come in and move through him. And that is what God is requiring of us, daughters of the king. We have to yield to the Lord. In the demonstration of what um, the Lord did here, you know what I mean? He volunteered. He volunteered. If we want to learn how to yield to the Lord, we have to volunteer ourselves. We can't be resisting, bucking, and fighting against the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is going to usher us in. We just got to we gotta, we gotta be able to um, not fight the Holy Spirit. Especially like we came in this morning worship, when we go into worship and we start praying and we tap in in places, we have to not resist the spirit. We have to yield into the presence of God. We have to let the Lord do what he desires, just like Jesus did. Amen. If we want to be used by God, we must yield our plans. We must yield our desires. And we must yield, yield our will to the Holy Spirit. It means simply emptying your hands, then approach him with, with those empty hands in a, a surrender posture and be ready to receive from him. Yielding to, yielding to God means, just as a yielding sign indicates, you should let someone else go ahead of you. But yielding to God means we surrender our lives. There's no, there's no uh, reservation. Thank you, Holy Ghost. There's no reservation. There's all in. There's no I'm in one foot in for now. No, it's completely. See, we we can say that to people, and I was listening to the woman of God praying, and she, you know, a lot of things that she was saying in the prayer is um, very prophetic. What God was saying, we can't lie to men. We can lie to men, but we can't lie to the Father. Because God can see straight through us. So we have to be fully in. To yield completely, you have to be fully. To experience the yielding that God requires, you have to be full in. You're not full in with your whole heart. You cannot yield. Let me say that again. You have to be wholeheartedly in to yield to God. You can't do it halfway. You got to be completely in your heart, your mind, your soul, your will. Everything in you have to yield to God. Okay? Surrendering our life to Jesus, committing to follow him and letting him lead. Yielding to God means we surrender our lives to Jesus. Committing to follow him and letting him lead. He has to be our Lord, well and daughters of the king. He has to be our master, well and daughters of the king. We have to not just say, we can't be lip worshippers. We have to be heart. It's got to start with our heart. It has to come from the inside out, not the outside in. It got to be personal. Amen. God is sovereign authority in our lives. 
So yielding means to surrender to the Holy Spirit within us. Great example, God left us with the promise, the Holy Spirit. We said, as well in the, as well in daughters of the King, we should be acquainted with the promise keeper, the Holy Spirit. That 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 is our security, that is our insurance policy, the Holy Spirit. He's with us all the time. He speaks to us. He's gentle. And he does not violate. He comes in and he waits. And we have to yield to that in order for us to be able to experience what God has for us while in daughters of the king. Amen. Yielding means to live your life for God's glory and not your own. Mm, let me say that again. Yielding means living your life for God's glory and not your own. It sounds like to me you have to deny yourself. It can't be about you. It got to be about the glory of God. Because, you know, we hear a lot of people say, oh, for the glory of God, for, to God be the glory, to God be the glory. It sounds good, but do you hear what you're saying? To God be the glory. There should not be anything about you. So if pride is in the way, if self is in the way, if selfish is in the way, then you're not sharing the, you're not sharing the glory of God. You're not, you know, the other word for glory is a kabar. You know what I mean? You're not sharing the glory of God. It can't, you can't, he want to use you to reveal his glory, but it's not about you, it's his glory. So therefore, to yielding means to live your life for God <clears throat> and not your own. Living your life for God, not your own. So that means that whatever time or day God chooses to ask you, to do something, you can tell him, no, no, not right now, God, I'm busy. Not right now, God, I got things to do. No, when, when you said yes to God, that means all, 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 he, all deck is his. You don't choose, oh, not right now. It's his glory. The other scripture with that would be 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Verse 31, and that's the NIV, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31. And it says, so whatever you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it in all for the glory of God. Repeat that again. So whatever you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. So that means we have to demonstrate our lives like that. It's a lifestyle. That's healing. The second point, Jesus is the way only rely on him, is surrender. You have to surrender. First, we talk about yielding. Now we're talking about surrender. The next scripture for that is Matthew 16. Matthew 16, verses 24 and 25, and that's coming from the NLT. And it says, then Jesus said to his disciples, if any, if any of you want to be my father, you must give up your own way. Take up your cross and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. I'm going to repeat that again. Matthew 16, verses 24 and 25 for the New Living Translation. 
And it says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If any of you want to be my follower, you must give up your own way and take up your cross and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. Amen. That right there is a demonstration of surrender. Surrender is releasing. Surrender is denying. Denying and completely release. There's no restriction. There's no hold back. The other scripture for that will be Jeremiah 29 and 11. Jeremiah 29 11. And we're going to come from the NIV. Jeremiah 29, another, another scripture, support. And it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declared the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Hope and a future. And that is Jeremiah 29. When we surrender, the Father is able to do things. He's able to take care of us because he's the Lord. He's our Lord. He's our Savior. He's our Master. He, he knows us better than we know ourselves. He knows exactly what we need. When we surrender, no fighting, no resisting, we just let the Father do his job with us well and daughters of the king. The next scripture to support surrender is Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 7. Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 7. The translation I'm coming from is the Amplified AMP for those that's following. Amen. And it says, have this same attitude in yourself, which was in Christ Jesus. Look to him as your example in selfless humility, who, although he existed in the form and the unchanging changing essence of God, as one with him, possessing the fullness of all, the identity, attribution, attribution, attribute, the entire nature of entity. He did not regard equal with God a thing to be grafted or assured as if he did not already possess it mm. or was afraid of losing it. But empty himself, without renouncing or diminishing his identity, but only temporarily gave up the outward expression of divine equal and his rightful dignity, dignity by assuming the form of a bond servant and being made in the likeness of man. He became completely human, but was without sin. Mm. Being full God and full man. Woo, glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Woo, hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to God. Woo, this is a perfect example of surrender. 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 Ooh, the Father demonstrated to us well and daughters. Mm, Jesus, glory to God. Mm, thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Ooh, Jesus, by surrendering to God, mm, we let go of these false identities 
and liberate ourselves to be who we really, who we truly are. Mm, Jesus, example of the Lord did right there. Mm. See when, when we when we just surrender, we don't gotta put, we don't gotta pretend, we don't gotta fake nothing, we don't gotta be, we can just be ourselves to the Father, and He could come in and do the things that He needs to do within us, through us, and around us for His glory, for His masterpiece, because we're in a posture. There's no hidden agendas. We're just there. And it's a sweet place to be when we surrender to the Father. Nobody knows better than the Father when we surrender to the Father. Oh, Jesus. In this surrendering to God, Jesus speaks about losing one life as a metaphor. Losing your life can be interpreted as shedding your false identities and, re- and coming to realize the so- realize in the society of impulsive putting false roles and expectations on others instead of putting on the one that created us. This is why I always encourage people, don't be so caught up in the things you watch on social media you know, on the news or different people, be content within yourself. Allow God to show you who you are in him. Yeah, your dad may, your natural dad may have had conceived you and your mom, but God ultimately knows you better than anybody else. So it's better to just be yourself to the Lord. Be yourself to the Lord. You don't got to do too much when you're just being yourself to the Lord because God already accepts you. You don't got to put on anything. This is why it's better just to surrender. Amen. Surrender to God is challenging and uncomfortable. <laughs> but God has bigger plans for us as we fail to realize this until we let go and see for ourselves that God knows best. I'll repeat that again. Surrendering to God is challenging and uncomfortable, but God has bigger plans for us. And we fail to realize this until we let go and see for ourselves that God knows best. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And that is surrender. The next the next point it was three. First it was yielding. It was surrendering. And the last one is obedience. Yes, yes, yes. For Jesus for Jesus is the way. Only relying on him. Or Jesus is yielding, surrender, and obey. The scripture for we're going to go to is Deuteronomy chapter 11. Deuteronomy chapter 11, verses 26 to 28. <clears throat> and I'm coming from the NLT translation. And it says, Look, today I give you the choice between a blessing and a curse. You will be blessed if you obey the commands of the Lord your God that I'm giving you today. 
but you will be cursed if you reject the commands of the Lord your God and turn away from him and worship God, lowercase g, you have not known before. Amen? That is Deuteronomy chapter 6, chapter 11, I should say, verse 26 through 28. The next scripture we're going to is John 14, verse 15. John 14, verse 15. Fifteen. The translation is the um, E E S V, which is the English Standard Version, and it says, "If you ask me anything, my name, I will do it." That's a part of the commands if you obey Him, and um, being obedient. Is hearing the word of God and acting on it. In applying alliance, our will to God's will. Doing what God has asked of us to do. It is when we completely surrender to his authority and base our decision and our action on his word. I'm going to repeat that again. Obedience is hearing the word of God and acting on it. It applies aligning our will to God's will, doing what God has asked of us to do. It is when we completely surrender to his authority and base our decision and our action on his word. It's a form of honor, to honor him, to respect him. So it's like, you know, different things in obedience. And I just want to run a couple things before we come to a close. In obedience, Jesus called us to obey. In Jesus Christ, we found a perfect model of obedience. For example, um, our motivation to be obedient is in love. Our um, obedience to God is an act of worship. Um, another way of obedience to God is God rewards obedience. So when we obey God in our yielding and our surrender, there's reward for obedience to God. You know, um, you know, people may say, oh, why, you know, why, why, why is she so obedient? Because when you when you when you honor God when you honor the Lord you you obey God when you don't honor you don't obey you know what I mean um, obedience don't require you to feel it it's it's called it's require you to follow and just submit because you want God to be able to move through you you want you want God to be able to um. Um, stand side by side with you in the decision and choices, you have to honor it. You know, when when Jesus said his only begotten son, he demonstrated what he requires from us as well and daughters. So therefore, we can't say, we, we can't, in a relationship, is a give and take. You can't just take, take, and not give. So he, he offered his child first. He gave his only begotten son. And now he, he demonstrated first. And now he's asking us as well and daughters to do the same. So we have to obey God. We have to be obedient to God's command. And regardless what the situation may be, and regardless who it may be, if God tell you to go do X, Y, and Z, go do X, Y, and Z. You got to trust him. How do you trust God? You have to apply his word, not just offer just, um, literal, it got to be spiritual. You have to have a whole heart into the things of God. Because, and the reason I'm saying that, when we do things with our whole heart, we're not going to be in our flesh. Because God's not going to lead you in wrong things. Mm, I hate Holy Spirit. He's not. 
The only reason why people hesitate to do things because they don't fully trust God. They're not fully obeying God. They're not. Because if you fully obey God, you're not going to have a problem to do whatever God asks you to do. Even when, it, even when you look like a fool, because you fully, you, you all in. There's no halfway. When you got a contemplate to do what God called you to do, you're not all in for God. You're not. You're just not. He, the Lord did not withhold anything from us. Everything that we read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, there was no secret. He revealed himself to us. When we obey, he revealed himself. He rewarded us. And then when we walk in faith, you got to have faith as well to completely be, be obedient to God. So there's rewards for that. Um, Genesis 22 and 18 in NLT says, and through your uh, defensive, all the nation of the earth will be blessed, all because you have obeyed me. So it's not just for you. It's for your generation, those that have grandchildren, those that have children. When you honor God and you be obedient, it triggered down to everything else. So it's a full package. Same concept. When you don't honor God, it triggered down to everything else connected to you. God is a God of order. You know, I tell people this all the time. You can't take a little bit of the word and say, oh, I'm going to take this and that. No, you got to do the whole thing. You, it don't work like that with God. And this is why I encourage people to not just read the Bible, but study the word. Meditate on the word. Ponder on it. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you. Don't rush through the word and say, oh, check, I'm doing a routine. Oh, I read today. Oh. I did a little fast today. Oh, I did my deep. No, it don't work like that. <laughs> it don't work like that. Because God is a God of demonstration. If we call ourselves willing daughters of the king, and we are supposed to obey, supposed to obey, it will show in our lives. The characteristics of Christ will be revealed. You won't have to wear a Jesus shirt or have a tag or anything, they will see God in you. It will flow through you. You won't have to be, you won't, it won't have to be so hard. You won't have a problem to forgive quickly. You won't have a problem when you, even when you forgive to conversate with the same person. But when we do distance or discommunication, different things like we're not fully operating in, in the things of God. That's, that's partial. That's not God. God is not a God of division. God is a God of unity. This is why he's asking us to yield. This is why he's asking us to surrender. This is why he's asking us to obey. Because these are the process of being broken before him. It's bigger than just us, well and daughters. It's for the things that, we, that is to come. So when, when, he, when, 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 when we obey, there is rewards. It's not, it's, not, it's not just something that's written in the Bible and that's just it. God honor his word. Man may not honor his word, but the Lord does. Man may forget, but God does not. And that's what we need to understand, well and daughters of the king. Jesus is the way. No other option but rely on Jesus. Your mother can't do it. Your father can't do it. Your husband can't do it. Your children can't do it. Your job can't do it. Your, 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 your finance can't do it. Only Jesus, only Jesus rely on him. As we cross into a new season, Jesus is, is the way only. You can't go around that. There's no substitute for that. You have to yield to God. You have to surrender to God. You have to obey God. He, he, he's not concerned how you feel. There's something that he's required from 
ask one of us under the sound of my voice, and even whoever going to listen to this message, has to understand Jesus is the way. There's no substitution for that. Because what God put in all of us, he is coming for what belongs to him. So you might as well yield. You might as well surrender. You might as well obey. If you say you love him, love is not just a word, it's an action. God's requiring more of us, well and daughters of the king. What's the use of fasting? What's the use of praying? What's the use say I'm a believer and not doing the things of God? Who are you fooling? Who are you fooling? You can you can fool Jesus. We we're supposed to be the light and the, the hands and feet of the Lord. We should not be the same way we were last season. Every time we should be progressing in God, not digressing in God. Come on. Come on. We have to understand what is God requiring of us as well as daughters. We have to change. We have to lay, like the woman of God said, we have to lay every weight. We have to be able to allow God to do the work in us. We should be more closer to God. And how do you know that? Because certain things that you used to fight, you won't fight no more. We need to let go of all the sinful natures that we're fighting with still. They don't, they don't mix. They don't mix. This is why the healing is required. This is why the surrender is required. This is why the obedience is required. These concepts, they help you. And it's not, you, 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 don't have, you don't have a hard time doing what God asks you to do. So what am I trying to say this morning, well and daughters of the king? It's time for you to let go of these things so, so, so God can come in and yield. You can yield completely. You can surrender completely. And you also can obey. Because a lot of times, to be, to, to be very vulnerable, we in the way. Get out of the way. Get out of the way so God can move like he needs to move in us. Because to be honest, God really want to bless us, well and daughters. The stuff that you're struggling, you should not be struggling with it anymore. Why are you maybe still struggling? Because you're not, you in the way. You're trying to control what the Father can do. So, so, I, so I encourage us all this morning. Yield. Surrender. Obey. You want to you you see God to the max. You want God to flow through you and do his glory. You want to see your family get saved. You want to see your children, your grandchildren, your spouse. Then obey. Then surrender. Yield. And let the glory of God flow through you. So, so, so as we get ready to transition into a new season, let's not cross over with the same things. Let's not um, 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 think in our minds or assume we're doing right. Oh, there's some things. Go back and do some self-evaluation on yourself. Am I really allowing God to have his way in me? Am I really yielding to God? Did I really surrender? Am I fully, completely obeying God? Am I honoring his commandments? Don't ask yourself that question. Be honest. If you can't be honest with anything, anyone else, be honest with the Father. God cannot heal the fake you. He only can heal the real you. And I just, you know, want to share this before I come, um, um, close out. As God been ministering to me these last couple months, so many things that I've done in this season, 
I'm so grateful for every opportunity, everything that I went, everything that I experienced. I'm so, I'm so grateful for it. I'm so grateful. Like when you start to understand God, like the relationship, and you really, really give your whole heart to God, you really say, Lord, Dad, I thank you so much, like for the lessons and things that you teach me. And I'm so honored. I'm so honored that God see it fit. And he chose me. I'm so honored to be a vessel for God. I'm, I, I love him so much. And this is not a cliche. Don't, it, no, I love God. No, in spite of all that I've been through, and I've been through some stuff, some deep stuff, like things that, you know, people be like, oh, I'm done with God, I'm finished. No, after all the stuff, even when the blows came, it just drew me closer, and I just loved people even more. It made me see the beauty of God. It made me to trust him more. You know what I mean? It made me see God show me him even more. It allowed me to see the trueness of God. And when the scripture says he don't leave us, he don't leave us. We need God. But God never leaves us. He never departs from us. Once he says something, he's locking and rolling with you. He ain't wishy-washy. He ain't some Thomas. He's all Thomas. He's all. He don't waver. He don't defray. He's, he's bold. He's confident. He's consistent. When he say he loves you, he loves you. And when you, make, when you do different things wrong and you come to him, and you ask him to forgive, he forgives you. He don't count your wrongs. <laughs> he didn't like people. He truly loves you, and he teaches you how to love people. Not the, not the world way, his way. This is why you have to be in him to experience those things. If you're not truly in him, you won't love people. You won't forgive. You won't count wrong. You won't dis- disconnect yourself. But those all those things are not of God. But when you're truly in God, you will love. You will love people. You will appreciate the goodness of God. You will, you will be able to endure trials and tribulation. Now I understand why the disciples and the apostles were able to go through things and still have joy in the midst of it. I understand what Apostle Paul, even though he was he was going through he's going through in the prison, he still had joy. Because when you in him and you 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 yield and you surrender, you obey, you can do the things of God with joy and gladness. You can love freely. You can forgive. Freely. You can do the things. You can see signs and miracles because you understand. And I just want to encourage you will endure this and every person that listens to this message. Don't go into a new year like some of you say or a new season the same way. Let go of everything so you can experience the trueness of God. You can get the whole package. Why limit yourself? So you can experience the true beauty. I wish I could I could articulate the things that God is doing in my life. It feels so good. It feels so good. It feels so good. And I just want to encourage every woman.
this time he will take you through. He will strip everything from you. Everything to the core. To see, do you really trust me? We have to get to that place. When judgment day comes, nobody else is going to be there. But only you ain't there. If we want our families to be safe, if we want our spouse to be safe, our grandchildren or different people that we have around us, they have to see the God in us. We have to be the demonstration of the glory of God through us. And it's not when we feel like it. It's in inconvenient times that God will come in to your life. And say, now is your time. I want to show my glory. My glory. Not the way you think. My glory. So they can come and worship me. Not you. Me. So I just want to encourage every woman daughter. Let us not cross over the same way into the new season or to the new year for some of us, we say, with the same mindset. Some of us might be fasting. Some of us getting ready fast. Show me. Give it up. Don't do it for a diet. Don't do it. Oh, I'm trying to lose weight. No, no, no. Do spiritual weight loss. Let go all the stuff. And let God complete in. You surrender and obey. And as you continue doing it, the weights are coming off. The unnecessary weights that we put on, let it go. Let it go. I just want to thank you all. First of all, thank God for this time. Thank God for, for what he's doing. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing and what you're going to do and what you're starting to do with every person and every individual and the sound of my voice. I love you, Lord, and I thank you. In Jesus' name, amen.